right. So we have something pretty exciting, pretty new, pretty <gasps> one and done. Yeah. Okay. So are you not able to make the whole happy hour? We decided to do a one and done episode, which is basically a mini version of our regular episodes, right? It's going to yeah. be about 20 20 minutes long about, and we're going to try to keep the topics on these one and done episodes a little lighter. Lighter, funnier, silly. Yes. Um, these will be the episodes where if you have a cool, funny experience, cool, weird experience, scary, creepy ghost experience, write us, tell us, send it. Happy Hour Gets Weird at Gmail. We will read those stories. Oh, yeah. That's all I want on is our one and listener done stories. And the, the way that we decided on one and done is we both were bartenders and we both had customers who would come in and just say, one and done and they just order one drink chug it throw their money on the counter and out the door they went they're like i need the biggest shot to go home and face my family (laughs) (laughs) pretty much pretty much (laughs) exactly one and done this week for our one and done we are drinking a lagunitas ale something easy something easy did you try to theme that with your topic for today's something easy (laughs) it does go with the theme okay so i was in charge of the theme and a little bit about me is (laughs) i i just like the weird stuff i'm like you have a fetish i want to hear about it you like to get freaky deaky i want to hear about it i'm just that kind of person the dirtier the better the raunchier the better i'm interested i want to be in the know and this goes with our um little slogan at the end of our episodes yes it sure does okay so what i'm gonna do so cassie's gonna tell me a little a list. A list. A top 10. A, well, 10. A 10. I don't know if I would call it a top. 10 situations where masturbation went wrong. And I have not heard this, so my what's will be live. <laughs> <laughs> they will be genuine. <laughs> I won't dub them in after. Okay, so this is a, I personally like lists. So I'm just like top 10 of, you know, best Christmas songs, top 10 worst American serial killers, like, you know, list, I'm here for it. So I went to listverse.com and I found top 10 bizarre and disturbing masturbation sessions by Robert Grimmick. And just a little like, (coughs) just a little uh, warning we're drinking beer. It has bubbles. I'm going to be burping like a sailor or a trucker or just... I actually like it. So... The beer and the burps, but I meant the beer. It's out there. You like the beer? Mm-hmm. Good. Good. You're not going to like that. I do not like that. Especially after the beer. Oh, no. Thank you, ma'am. Ooh, I will pass on that. Okay, so are you ready? Yes. Numero... Ten. Yes. Okay. Okay, number 10, for those of you who aren't bilingual. Don't don't speak in Spanish. It'll confuse me. (laughs) Okay, so number 10. 46-year-old Australian Keith Roy Weatherby, such an Australian name, was an out-of-work boiler maker. Starts with him attracting the attention of the police for parking in a no-stop zone near Nobby Beach on October 26, 2008. Beyond his poor parking choice, he was also partially dressed and playing with something in his lap. 
The police thought it was a weapon and they asked him to exit the vehicle. After refusing, Weatherby led the police on a short and slow chase. 20 kilometers later, Weatherly, not Weatherby, Weatherly, <laughs> excuse me, halfway through, still refused to get out of the car and he had to be pulled out of the vehicle where police hit him with batons and sprayed him with mace. That's when they realized that Weatherly didn't have a weapon. Instead, Weatherly was masturbating by sticking his penis <gasps> in a pasta sauce jar. What? Full of pasta sauce. What the fuck? Where it really gets strange is that, well, if it's even stranger than How, that. It's already strange. Even when he was being beaten and arrested, Weatherly kept pleasuring himself. I can't even say it with that. Oh my god. After he was arrested, the police searched his car and found a homemade sex toy, pornography, Out of what? Stockings, macaroni? A macaroni <laughs> noodle know. sex toy? Uh, pornography, women's stockings, and a Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> Wait, there was a dog back there just yes. eating noodles and sauce, yes, hanging he was out? licking the sauce off the seat. Oh, my God. He was arrested and fined $600. Oh, my God. And the whole time they said, what does he say on Crocodile Dundee? That's not a night. <laughs> this is a night. About his penis. Oh, what does he say? I don't know. <laughs> That's that, not a penis. You, this is a penis. You call that a penis? <laughs> and then they all took their pants off. I mean, $600, that's a pretty good price for a good time. Seriously. I mean, yeah. Why didn't he just do pasta that at sauce. home? Pasta sauce. Why didn't he just do it at home? Interesting. Okay. Poor dog. Number nine. Oh, God. If that was 10, I am <laughs> fucking terrified. Oh, yeah. Get ready. <laughs> In July 1994... 33-year-old Robert Clairvant, these last names, I'm going to butcher them, get over it. You masturbators, who cares? <laughs> was staying in the Scottish Inn Motel in Lakeland, Florida. At about 12.30 a.m., he went swimming alone in the motel's pool. At some point, he decided to stick his dick in the swimming pool Oh, pump. my God. Hasn't he seen any movie where they do this? <laughs> he, found, he was found four hours later <gasps> by a motel clerk calling oh, no. for help. The clerk turned off the pump, but his penis had become so swollen that it had become stuck and he couldn't remove himself. Oh, no. Paramedics had to lubricate him and pull on him for an hour oh, until his penis came out. God. He was treated for bu- bruised genitalia and released from the hospital a short time later. Ouchie wawa. Number eight. Sucks to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. In January 2010, an unidentified... Southampton man decided to have sex with a stainless steel pipe. What? Because, you know, a stainless steel pipe just screams sex toy. <laughs> what the fuck? Once he was buried deep. Okay, this is not my writing, so some I'm just, like, paraphrasing yes. and reading from this. Yes. Um, so I would never personally say buried deep, <laughs> but this article does. The man found that he was unable to remove his pipe from the steel pipe. Oh, man. He went to the hospital where the staff was also unable to dislodge the man from his date. Oh, shit. They had to call the fire department, and it took seven firefighters to remove his penis from the pipe. How many firefighters does it take to unscrew a guy from a pipe? I don't know, but can <laughs> I have seven firefighters help me masturbate, please? Way to raise the bar on masturbating, guy. <laughs> Number seven. And like a lot of people on this list, Ashok Rama Rajamani Rajamani was just pleasuring himself in the normal way that you do. On March 17, 2000, he wasn't doing anything freaky. He wasn't sticking anything anywhere. He was just a normal 25-year-old masturbating. 
However, Ramajani's orgasm caused him to suffer a subacnoid intracranial cerebral hemorrhage, what? which caused an arterial venous malformation, which is a congenial birth defect that he was born with. People inflicted with AVM usually suffer hemorrhage between ages of 20 and 40. As the doctor on this case said, many brain hemorrhages are urogenitally based, meaning that they usually happen when a person's having sex, giving birth, or going to the bathroom. Oh, so it's all connected to your downstairs. Yes. Luckily, Rajamani was able to call an operator for help, and he was rushed to the hospital. However, the hemorrhage from his masturbation wiped out most of his memory, (gasps) left him blind in one eye, and now he suffers from epilepsy. Aww. However, don't feel bad for him. Okay. okay. He did orgasm, and he also wrote a book called The Day My Brain Exploded, A True Story. So he's kind of famous. Totally. So it was worth it? Worth it. Totally worth it. The juice was worth the squeeze. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) On August 2000, number six, on August 6th. 2008, 41-year-old Le Jing found himself alone on a park bench. Oh the God. bench had holes in it. Oh, my God. So, of course, he could not help himself, and he laid down on top of it and stuck his penis in one like of the holes. Like, if you have a dick, if you see anything that's round, are you just like, you know what? My penis should go in there. Checks out. What the fuck? Yeah. His penis became swollen. And it got stuck, and he had access to his phone, and he <sighs> called 911 and told him what had happened, and they cut the bench apart and brought him to the hospital, and fortunately, uh, they did release him from the bench, but if he had been in there any longer, they would have had to amputate his penis. <gasps> There's your lesson. Don't just stick Don't your, fuck a park bench. Don't just stick your penis in any bench Children you see. Children hang out at parks. Yeah. How about let's that, not that's, have sex with park benches, that's okay? That's true. I mean, if you want to have sex with a park bench, buy one, bring it home. Exactly. Put it in your living room. Or just use your hand, you freak. Seriously. Yeah, I can't imag- imagine any like, material that a park bench would be made out of would feel good. Like rub on a pillow. I don't, I don't know how they walk around with those things. Dude, they are <laughs> dangerous, I'm telling you. I couldn't, I, I'm glad I don't have a penis. Me Thank too. Penis envy is not real, it's at least not, not anymore. Thing. No, it's not a real thing. <laughs> Number five. In May 1998, an unidentified 50-year-old man was living in Long Branch, New Jersey, and he was very drunk and lonely. So he decided to do what most uh, what, what, people what it, would probably do. Have sex with his vacuum cleaner. What every person on this list would apparently do. You know what? Sometimes when I'm home alone and I'm lonely, I'm like, you know what, vacuum? You're looking pretty damn You sexy. are looking good over there. You are. Every time I vacuum, fine. I'm like, wait, should I vacuum or should, should I, I have sex with this vacuum? <laughs> should I sit on the sucker tube? I don't know. Okay, so he stuck his penis in the vacuum cleaner, but... Unfortunately, what he didn't know about his vacuum cleaner is that there were sharp blades inside of it. <gasps> what? Oh yeah, and I didn't know that about his vacuum half an inch of his <gasps> penis. Oh no! And in order to avoid embarrassment, 
He called 911 and said that an intruder had broken in and stabbed him in the crotch while he slept. Oh, my God. While the man's story may sound a bit funny, an amputated penis is a... It's very deadly serious. It, it, I mean, that is sad. It really could. You could bleed to death. No, yeah. We've you, talked about this yes, before. You yes. could bleed to death. Unless you're it's easy. Lorena Baba's husband. Yeah. And have the smallest penis known to man with the tiniest veins. Yes. And it's especially true guy. when erect because it's full of blood. Oh, obviously. yeah. Yes. Luckily, the paramedics were able to find the missing half inch in the vacuum bag. <gasps> What? And the doctors oh were God. able to reattach it, saving the man's life in the process. True heroes. Good story. I mean, is Wait, he really going to miss half an inch? Did I already say that sucks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think a half an inch would be missed. I do. I mean, maybe. Number four. According to WebMD... Oh, the, okay. It's it's gonna start getting pretty nasty. If if you're not grossed out already, I'm I'm in. No, once you hear this, you can't unhear it. Oh God. Okay. So okay. if you are squeamish in any way, please turn off this podcast. Also, if you have children around, I would hope you weren't. You fucking turned it <laughs> off the first thirty seconds. You're like, well, you know what? Let's just listen to the first half of this masturbation episode, little little Timmy. <laughs> Okay, according to WebMD, a lot of people began goal-oriented masturbation around the age of 10. So to be fair, the unidentified 70-year-old man in this story, he may have just wanted to mix it up a bit after decades of doing the same thing. In July 2013, it was reported in the International Journal of Surgery Case Reports that the senior citizen had to go to the hospital in Australia because he stuck a fork in his urethra. (gasps) Why? And it just wasn't the pokey part. Wait, what? It was the handle. (laughs) Even one little tine of a fork is bad enough. Yeah. How the fuck, how big is this guy's urethra? Do urethras get bigger as you get older, like ball sag? I guess they stretch. Okay, if you're a doctor or a 70-year-old man, (laughs) we have a question for you. Do your pee hole stretch? I I, I literally do not want to know that. Do not write us in about pee holes, for the love of God. (laughs) Um, He stuck it in 10 centimeters deep. What the fuck? He put the fork in for sexual gratification and it became stuck, oh my God, which this led is to bleeding. Like Albert Fish. Was after, this guy Albert Fish? Yes. After it had been stuck for 12 hours, he went to the emergency room where the doctors used forceps and lots of lubes to remove the utensil from the man's penis. This just gave me chills. I don't like it. Don't like okay, it. number three. Oh my God. 31 year old British, British nanny Nicola Paddington was a healthy young woman, and when she didn't show up for work October 15, 2009, her friends went to her house to investigate. Inside her apartment, they found her dead in her bed. She was naked from the waist down with a vibrator beside her and a pornographic movie playing on her laptop. The coroner said that she suffered from heart arrhythmia that was most likely due to sexual arousal. Wait, she died? Yeah. And one of the most tragic things is, like, if she had been, like... 
fucking somebody, they could have called 911. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. She went out with a bang. She did. Aw. Cheers to you. What's her name? Her name is Nicola. Cheers to you, Nicola. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have a joke after that one. <laughs> I feel, well, it's just going to, it's going to. Oh, okay. They're getting bad. Okay, so we're at number two. Uh, as we've seen, some people have strange fetishes, 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 cut that out. Like our old buddy Hemingway fetishes. Oh yeah. I'm into fetishes. So as we've seen, some people have strange fetishes and will have sex with almost anything. And that brings us to the sad and tragic story of 44 year old computer engineer, Kevin Kirkland, from Newport, Wales. On December 29th, 2009, Kirkland and his friends went out drinking. And at 1 a.m., Kirkland left his friends and headed home. And that's when he decided to get into some drunken bondage with a tree. Uh Uh-oh. Using some rope, which I don't know if he just carried rope with him or what. I don't know. He tied up his penis and then tied himself to a tree. After he finished, he tried to free himself, but he found that he had tied himself up too well. And while he struggled with the ropes, he managed to cut his wrist and and he passed out. That's why you bring a little pocket knife. He had a knife. And then he cut his own wrist on, wrist on accident? Yes. Oh my God. He, he was found naked except for his socks and boots the next morning by a man walking his dog. He died of hyperthermia <gasps> and blood loss. Oh no. He died too? Mm-hmm. He also went out with a bang. He did. I feel bad. I feel no, bad that he died. It's the way he wanted to go. I don't. I. I think it's the way he wanted to go. He wanted to. But go. But I don't think it's the way he wanted to go. It, that's well. That's how he went. We're sorry. We're. We're sorry. Cheers to you. What's his name? Uh, Kevin. Cheers to you, Kevin. Most Kevins I know are weird. <laughs> sorry <laughs> to every Kevin. But I mean, whatever, express your weirdness. In in our in our situation, weird is good. It's literally in the name of our show. Yeah, I mean, every <laughs> Kevin I've ever met is kind of weird. Every and Kevin I've here. ever met would tie himself to a tree for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess the moral of the story is: is if you're gonna do risky sexual behaviors like this, that you should always have like a phone or something to call for help. Have a partner. Yeah, yeah. Have Find a partner. A partner. Find somebody. There's definitely somebody into whatever you're into. Exactly. Stay safe. Have fun and stay safe. Yeah. I mean, don't people at the gym have a spotter? Yes. Have a jack-off part spotter. Yes. Jack-off spotter. Have a bondage spotter. Have a bondage spotter. Yeah. Okay. So now, number one, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready for this? Yes. Autoerotic asphyxiation is a practice where someone chokes themselves while experiencing an orgasm. Who died that way? Somebody famous. Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was murdered. He was murdered. Actually, I don't know if he was murdered. I, I still can't decide. I think he was murdered. You think he was? Yeah. Someone chokes themselves while experiencing an orgasm. The lack of oxygen mixed with an orgasm creates a rush similar to cocaine. Please just probably do cocaine. cocaine. Or have a spotter. Or just do cocaine. It's probably safer. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. Obviously, 
Um, it can be highly addictive, as such as cocaine. Oh wow! Right. So, like, probably the the next high is probably because of the adrenaline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very dangerous, and it is believed in the U.S. that there are five hundred to a thousand deaths every year due to erotic asphyxiation. But it's hard to judge because sometimes families will cover up the cause of death out of shame. Oh, yeah, I could see that. One of the more unusual cases of death by autoerotic asphyxiation is Reverend Gary Aldridge. On June 24, 2007, Aldridge, who was 51 years old and once worked for Jerry Falwell, didn't show up for services at his church in Montgomery, Arkansas. Worried for his safety, some members of the church went to his home and they made an unsettling discovery. Aldridge was dead inside his house and he didn't die naturally. He was hogtied and he was wearing a full scuba scoot suit with what? a mask. <laughs> the parishioners phoned the police and they determined that Aldridge was alone when he died, so it wasn't foul play. Well, it was foul play. And they also determined that he didn't commit suicide. Four months after Aldridge's death, his autopsy was released and it was revealed that he asphyxiated to death while masturbating. When he died, he was wearing two wetsuits. Why? A rubberized mask with openings for the mouth and eyes, rubberized underwear, and he was wearing diving gloves and slippers. Besides being hogtied, was, was this also... like a SpongeBob SquarePants fantasy? I have no idea what he was into. I don't know. Maybe he <gasps> was like scuba I've never Steve. heard of oh scuba Steve. I've never heard of the scuba gear. I don't know what that. Well, you know how people does have it squeeze those... you tight? Well, do you know how people have like those latex fetishes? fetishes oh yeah, where they, maybe like, suck their yeah. Like... So yeah. maybe it was like a makeshift latex thing. Maybe okay. I don't know. But he also had a plastic cord wrapped around his neck, which choked him to death. And finally, oh. there was a dildo covered with a condom in his anus. Oh, man. He Reverend was real freaky. He did. He was real freaking naughty. He... And that's top that, ten. That was a deep That was a deep dive into yeah. masturbation. <laughs> oh, well, cheers to you, Reverend. Yeah, cheers, cheers We're to sorry. you. We're sorry. You know what? I feel like he went out doing what he loved to do. That's true. I don't, I feel sad that these people died. We're, we I, are sad that they died, but at least they, they went out. They died in ha- a way that made them happy. At least they were, yeah, that's true. You know, like imagine doing the thing that makes you feel the, the most best. happiest. I guess that's one way of looking at it. That would be the it. way that I would want to die. That was, That's true. That was a great list. You did a really good job. <laughs> It, I'm there's some real freaky slightly slightly traumatized and worried about my dreams tonight but you did a great job <laughs> and this was our first one, one and done, done. Cheers. cheers 